All right, so you've built this really, really cool thing, whether it's a YouTube video, it's an article, it's a podcast, it's a product, it doesn't matter. You've built this amazing thing and then you open your doors wide open and no one shows up. And it's really frustrating and oftentimes it can be extremely discouraging. And I mean, that happens to me and Laura all the time too. But we don't just sit there and whine about it. We figure ways out. We figure out how to get out there and get people to look at the things that we're making. And we're going to talk about some of the ways that we do that in this episode, starting now. Do you wish your life away waiting for Friday? Do you dread Sunday nights and Monday mornings? My wife and I have spent over a decade building an online business while raising a family. I quit my cubicle job to live the life I wanted, to experience freedom, and we want to help you do the same. We're Chris and Laura. Welcome to Fearless Together. Okay, so how are we promoting things, right? Because when it comes down to it, sometimes you need to actually spend more time marketing your product than you actually did building the product itself. And that can actually be really, really surprising to people, especially people who are new to, I I mean, honestly, it's probably the case for almost all businesses, but especially online businesses, right? The online space is so crowded. People have, can put their attention wherever. I mean, I still to this day don't understand TikTok videos and how they get so much interaction and viewership, whatever. Doesn't matter. People look at what they feel like looking at, and you need to figure out a way to get people to look at your awesome thing that you just made. I mean, come on, that thing's sweet, right? That's why you made it. So anyways, you need to get your stuff out in front of people. Easier said than done, right? So how are we marketing? Now, some of this is going to sound kind of obvious, but sometimes you need to be told the obvious things because when you're kind of in the trenches, it's easy to forget about the basic fundamental things, right? So our whole business has um, up until recently revolved pretty much exclusively around um, search engine optimization, meaning we were getting all that um, tasty Google traffic for free. We weren't paying for any of our traffic and we still don't for the most part. But that doesn't mean we don't promote and we are getting more serious about promoting in such a way like we used to post on social media, for example. So social media posting will be our first example. We always like would send out tweets and like, you know, do a Facebook update to the you know page for the website. And but we never really cared what that stuff did. It was so easy to automate those things that it was easy to just kind of like, all right, that checkbox done. And we didn't care really if that was generating traffic for us, at least a meaningful amount of traffic, because it it just didn't matter. We were getting all the free traffic. It was low maintenance. It was beautiful. But now we want to diversify our business. You know, firstly, we want to even build our own products. And and to some extent, we've already done that, but we want to do more of that. We don't want to just be dependent on ad revenue coming in from Google traffic. So we need to figure out How can we get traffic from other places? And basically the trick to traffic is you got to go where the people are and everyone is on social media. So we're trying to get more serious about social media marketing, Um, basically like testing things that work, you know, trying out new hashtags and, and making note of, okay, did we get good interaction on that tweet or on that Facebook post or did, you know, another one using a different hashtag? Um, do images do better for us than videos or do videos do better than um, images for us? Those are all things that we're trying to pay more attention to so that we can start crafting the right strategy for whatever platform we're promoting to. So 
we're, and we're promoting more frequently to social media, which is also another very important factor in social media success. As far as what I've read, especially on Twitter, you need to hit the, um, the social media accounts multiple times to get seen. Oftentimes, I'm not saying spam them like to death or anything, but you need to make sure that you're posting consistently and getting like interactions and figuring out how to get the followers on your social media accounts to spread your message, to retweet or to like your post and share it, all that good stuff, commenting, all those interactions are good. Okay. So what other things are we doing um, in our marketing? I've also been doing a lot more Facebook lives, not only on our fearless um, Facebook account, but also on some of the um, Facebook accounts for some of our other websites. Um, and it doesn't just have to be your face, right? Like you don't have to be the on camera for your Facebook live, you can do screen share tutorials and other things like that. So there are options if you are a camera shy person to take advantage of live streaming. Also, we found a really cool tool. It's called restream.io. They have a free account, but basically it allows you to stream um, to, you know, you set up your stream. So it goes to restream.io and then they actually put it out on a bunch of the different social media platforms for you. So it's, it's a pretty interesting tool for anyone who's interested in streaming. Next, as you probably know, we've been working on Pinterest. Pinterest is a fantastic, it's one of my favorite social media platforms for driving traffic. Part of that is because if you have a pin that does really well, it can stick to the top of the search results and then you can get traffic indefinitely from your pin. Um, we've had a number of pins for some of our websites that just year after year continuously give us traffic. And that's not common with social media accounts, right? Like on Twitter, you post a tweet five years from now, you're probably not getting much traffic from that tweet. Same thing with Facebook posts and pretty much any other social network because most of the other social networks want people posting constantly. And so you can't reward people with long-term, you know, benefits of their posting or else they might just stop posting because, Hey, I've got this great traffic source here. I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. I don't need to post anything else to Twitter ever again. Um, and, and maybe that's something that you haven't thought of and something that you should consider these social media sites. They do everything in their power to get you to keep coming back and to keep posting stuff. So that's kind of the double edged sword of them sometimes. Next up is YouTube videos. Um, YouTube is, I, I don't know if you know this, it's the second largest search engine in the world. I, yes, I've read the articles where they try to refute that, but ultimately a lot of those articles end up concluding, you know, that, in some instances, it may not be the second largest search engine, but whatever. It's the second largest search engine, okay? And you want videos on YouTube. And that's what I've been working on is building out, you know, either making my own screencast tutorials, um, creating my own content videos, or um, actually publishing my Facebook lives to YouTube as well. And I really like doing live streams because I get multiple things out of them, right? I get a live stream and I don't know if you know this, but live streams get additional exposure on social media sites, right? So if you've ever had a friend that went live, you've probably gotten a notification that that person's live. Do you ever really get notifications when those people are just posting like a, Hey, I just ate a great meal over here. Not really. It's, it's, it's special to get a notification and they do that with the live streams. So um, I make YouTube videos to promote our um, articles or to promote our new products, to promote our podcast episodes. Um, and there's a lot of, for podcasts specifically, there's actually a lot of really cool tools to kind of automate the creation of video. Um, and 
and we do a lot of like cross promotion too. So like I'll take some of my videos that were generated from our podcast and I'll put them onto Pinterest or I'll put them on Facebook and other social media sites. So you can do a lot of cross promotion stuff that way too. So um, one of the things that I wanted to also talk about is promoting your promotions. And I know this sounds a little bit funny, but like sometimes I'll make a video to promote an article or to promote a, um, a product or whatever. And then I will create social media posts to promote that video. So it's like multiple levels, like starting to go inception here, guys. But anyways, yeah, I'll create like a promotion for my promotion in a sense, you know, uh, take that YouTube video and post it to your Pinterest board. Um, take that YouTube video and create a Facebook post about it or create a, a Twitter tweet about it. There's a lot of ways that you can promote your promotions. And all this does, I call, I, I always, I refer to it as kind of, kind of a fishing analogy, which is funny because I'm terrible at fishing and I don't do it often. Um, but I always refer to it as like, these are lines in the water. Like you've got all these different lines in the water and every tweet that you tweet out, every Facebook post that you make, every Pinterest pin that you pin, that's a line in the water that will hopefully bring somebody into your world, into your you know ecosystem, your products or articles or services or whatever it is that you're trying to promote. And the more lines in the water, the more likely that you're going to catch something, right? So that's something that I wanted to get kind of get out there is promote your promotions because you're, you're expanding your reach across all these platforms. Okay. So am I paying for advertising? In short, the most comprehensive answer is, well, I guess I'll, I'll just say no. For the most part, we are not. We, with a few exceptions, right? And one of our podcasts, you heard Laura talk about that she ran a paid promotion on Pinterest that did really well for us. Um, and so that was a paid promotion. And then I'm currently in the middle of trying to promote a YouTube video, um, but their um, approval process is surprisingly slow. Um, so we aren't like actively paying, like other than testing a few things, we aren't like really hardcore out there, like paying for advertising. Okay. So we're testing things, but we're not actually paying for promotion. Um, and part of the reason for that is I don't want to amplify bad decisions, right? It might be tempting to just start buying a bunch of Facebook ads and trying to promote things. But, um, if you can't, if you can't even generate like free traffic on these platforms very well, like I just, I feel like I don't, I don't think that I would do very well trying to pay, you know, I'm just going to end up paying a lot more for traffic. Whereas if I feel like if I could get really good at generating free traffic and, you know, test, you know, slowly test out the advertising, start to hone in on like, because not all ad campaigns are created equally, right? If you run a Facebook ad, they'll tell you if your ad quality is good. Um, you know, uh, I forget the terms are, but basically like low quality, med medium quality or high quality. And they have like three or four different metrics for telling you if your ad is terrible or not. And if your ad is terrible, you actually pay more money for that ad to be seen or to, for that ad to be clicked on. So um, people who don't know what they're doing are out there paying for Facebook ads, and they're probably paying way more per click or per view than they really should be. And it's because they don't know what they're doing. So I want to learn what I'm doing first. And I, that's why I'm running small tests here and there so that I can start to kind of get an idea of like, okay, this works, that doesn't work. And then for the things that do work, then I will scale those up. So at the moment, we're just running some very small scale tests on paid advertising. Essentially what I'm trying to do is fail for free. Um, I want to spend as little money as possible failing, but 
I also wouldn't, um, I don't want to impair my ability to learn. So if you try to only learn for free, then you're probably going to end up taking a very long, slow road. So be willing to lose a little money, but you don't have to blow tons of wads of cash to find out what works and what doesn't work in advertising. Okay. So what do I want to try? Obviously Facebook ads, I've done them in the past. I've boosted posts. I've run an Instagram ad here or there. Like we, we do, we dabble in testing, but I want to get really good at running Facebook ads. I also want to get good at running YouTube ads. And I'm currently in the process of starting a test for that. If they would approve me, YouTube, anyone listening? Um, I also want to grow my email list. I've always done, I've dabbled in email marketing for a long time, but again, we only cared about our search engine traffic. So it was always just kind of like cool, extra email traffic. That's neat. But I want to get, I want to double down and get really serious about the email list, getting good at email marketing, um, getting people to open the emails, click the links in the emails to visit our stuff. I want to get really good at all of that. But most importantly, I want to build a more consistent marketing plan, right? When we publish a product, I want to have a list of things that we need to do to promote that product. Or when a new article goes out, I want a list of things that need to happen in order to promote that article. Because once I systematize that, once I make a system built around promoting our stuff, I can give that over to one of our team members and then they can do the promotion for me, right? We don't have a lot of time at the moment in our crazy busy life. And so I want to be able to hand that kind of work off rather than me sit here cobbling, you know, solutions together and everything. So we, we need to take promotion more seriously. And so do you. And I want to create a plan so that when I publish a new article, when I publish a new video, when I create a new product or launch a new course, it's not a guessing game of, well, maybe I'll create like three pins for it and then I'll do a week's worth of Facebook posts and I will tweet anytime I think about tweeting. Like, I don't want that. I want a structured system for promoting our stuff. And so that's something that I need to work on as the business owner. And, uh, and I think that we will start to see a lot more fruits from our work just from simply having a system around marketing our stuff. So I hope that you found this interesting, kind of a little peek at how we do our marketing currently, what we're working on and where we want to head. Um, so let me know if, uh, on social media or anything, what you, what works for you, what you're working on. I'd love to hear it. You take care. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Fearless Together. Make sure you subscribe and learn more at fearless.fm. That's F-E-A-R-L-S-S dot F-M. To your continued success.